blossoming, blossoming moments, everyone. A warm welcome to the day I'm alive. I'm your host, Margaret Aberdeen. I trust your week is starting off with a bang and you embrace and enjoying the sizzling hot summer weather we have been having over the past couple of weeks. Today is a special day. I have some news to share with you, which I will tell you at the end. As you know, I am not officially qualified to give any professional advice whatsoever. Though I have some background in psychology and have studied cognitive behavior therapy, I am only speaking of my insight and learning from my personal experiences and transformation. This morning, during my early ritual mindful walk around the river, greeting and embracing all of Mother Nature's peaceful and natural resources, the puffy cotton clouds dissolving as the sun slowly creeping in, painting the dark sky into a bright, illuminated neuron blue sky. Also the sweet, sweet songs of nature melodies, the chatting and chirping of birds, the fresh, windy, cool air caressing my face and whistling through the trees and the leaves twittering with ease. I have always been happier outside than inside. I have always felt like I belong among nature, the trees, the waterfalls and the rivers. I remember while growing up in Trinidad, I used to love looking up at trees. I admire the growth of a tree and still do. I can fully be myself among trees. The trees just love me for who I am. I used to love, love climbing trees, especially the big mango tree in the backyard. I used to perch on the branch like a bird, ready to flap my wings and fly high up in the sky. It was my sort of escapism, especially from my abusive reality. But one thing that used to astoundingly mesmerize me is to witness that after a hurricane, most trees kept their feet firmly planted in the ground and continued to grow. Okay, let me tell you like it is. Over the past couple of weeks, my thoughts and feelings were running wild like a hurricane, along with getting ready to visit my son and his family in Crete, Greece. I had so much to do that I indulged my ego in a bit of anxiety and worry session, particularly about an intensive online training course I was doing and coming to the end and meeting the deadline. But during that time, and I think it may have something to do with awareness and my wisdom mind in the silver heritage age, I started learning to surrender to emotions which I shared in episode 41. I have come to a greater awareness that when stress, fear and worries are creeping in, you simply allow your thinking brain to do its thing. Stand on the riverbank and be the observer. Let fear and worry just run their course and eventually, like clouds gliding in the sky, they will dissolve. As I continue to walk, I noticed fully grown trees alongside the river path and couldn't help but remember at the beginning of the spring season, the small but encouraging signs of growth appearing on them. How completely vulnerable they look. The little buds of vibrant green started to peek out of the rough brown bark and branches of the tree. So small and helpless that they can easily get knocked off by a gust of wind or storm. Yet, 
they didn't seem to pay any mind to this potential fate on their request for growth. They didn't stress or worry about whether or not they're even going to become a leaf at all. They didn't apologize or try to hide for being small and helpless and in the process of growth. They were in this moment just focused on growing. Not overnight, not in a week, just a little bit each day, using whatever nutrients they found had come their way. And little by little, they would eventually unravel to become fully grown trees. I don't know about you, but I never thought of nature, trees, buds and leaves can teach us about being vulnerable. And that vulnerability is a core factor for weathering storms. Hmm. Think about that for a moment. Think beyond the trees and see yourself like the growth of a tree, particularly when crises, challenges or traumas are involved. Similar to when the coronavirus pandemic hit us like a wild storm, we became vulnerable and had to accept to our suddenly changed circumstances, illness, loss, grief, fear, uncertainty, unemployment and isolation. What are your initial thoughts when you think about vulnerability? The culture normed is to avoid vulnerability like a plague. Most people seem to think of vulnerability as a weakness. Others seem to define vulnerability as something negative and try to avoid feeling emotional with fear of being criticized, judged and labeled by others. Believe me, I did too before starting to Today I'm Alive podcast. I was trembling, trembling in my shoes. But I decided to listen to my inner tutor. Yes, to trust my instinct, my gut feelings. I began feeling a sense of peace, personal growth and worthiness. Eventually, I discover why vulnerability is a necessity, which I will share with you later. Look. Everyone has flaws, imperfection, embarrassing stories and past mistakes they wish they could forget or sweep under the carpet. I know this is hard to believe, especially when we have spent our life thinking that being vulnerable is unthinkable. Yes, opening up can be frightening and keeping emotional feelings and thoughts locked in a cage is the safest thing to do. Well, listeners, Brace yourself for a shock. While doing research on vulnerability, I came across the book titled Daring Greatly by Branny Brown, a researcher, storyteller, and bestseller author. In her book, she defines vulnerability as the core of all emotions and feelings. Branny argues that we must face what it means to be vulnerable, shame, fear, and the struggle for worthiness. Wow, this quote is the one that ignited a tingling, bubbling feeling within me. Only when we are brave enough to explore the darkness will we discover the infinite power of our light. Dumbfounded, it reminded me of the threshold on my healing journey, plucking up the courage to find the core reason, the light, the lessons and the solutions as to why all the life-threatening cancerous disease were invading my body, mind, and soul. Brani is also famous for saying, There is no courage without vulnerability. 
Despite all the BS messages society tells us, it takes courage to be vulnerable. Without vulnerability, we remain stubborn, stiff, and unwilling to grow and change. Now, how boring is that? We walk around with our defenses up, allowing our ego to be in the driver's seat of our mind. To be vulnerable takes courage and honesty, two qualities for personal growth and creating change to live a meaningful and purposeful life. I cannot say it enough. In life, we have multiple choices of how we, yes, how we choose to respond to whatever life casts onto our part. Being vulnerable is being open and honest like rose petals embracing the fragrance of life. And why finding the courage to be vulnerable is the key to getting the most out of life. We can let our guards down and be seen for who we truly are. The truth about vulnerability is that it is not a weakness. It is strength. Think about that. Even though being vulnerable is scary and is the core of shame, fear, grief and disappointments, uncomfortable emotion that you would prefer to avoid, it has the power to emotionally change your life. After all, when you're vulnerable, you put yourself in a position where you could be hurt, judged or shamed. But once you understand this central emotional challenge, you can learn how to be vulnerable and why it's rewarding and can emotionally change your life. Mustering the courage to become more vulnerable with each other is a great achievement, but also offers us our greatest opportunity for connection. Vulnerability is a big part of the connection and through our willingness to be vulnerable and to admit our limitations and feelings, we are able to connect with others. We connect to each other through our mutual identification of shared experiences and feelings, our shared humanity. Feeling that deep sense of belonging changes us. We are changed, more authentic, more clear on our intention and more fully ourselves. While creating and hosting Today I'm Alive, I have learned that vulnerability is a catalyst for healing, personal and spiritual good. Echoing some of Branny Brown's words, it's a journey for a rebirth of joy, peace, love, happiness, creativity, and spirituality. Being vulnerable involves a person's willingness to step into the unknown where there are no guarantees, to accept the emotional risk that comes with being courageously open and honest, and willing, yes, willing to share what's in their heart like what I'm doing now. Holy Tornado, listeners, please listen attentively. These thoughts are gushing into my mind like the lashing and splashing of wave onto the shoreline. In this moment, I am feeling vulnerable and emotional with an awareness that all the episodes and guests on Today I'm Alive have actually been vulnerable. It's a way to share our human experiences with others. To the authenticity that comes from humility, we were willing to be vulnerable. We realize what matters to us. We realize where we belong. We had the courage to unleash and let go of what no longer, no longer serves us and voice our truth 
and create a life that fully embodies who we are. Facing the good, the bad, and the ugly, together and out in the open, help us hold each other up. There is no turning back now. You need to feel your feelings. If you feel uncomfortable about the idea of being vulnerable, you're not alone. All you can do is keep blossoming and growing with vulnerability, as naturally as tree buds in the sunlight. There's another aspect to this. I can only speak from my experiences. Vulnerability is a gateway to compassion. It was as if my compassionate side grew for things that meant something to me blossom. When you are vulnerable, you find compassion for yourself as well as for others. It's being vulnerable that invite others to be more vulnerable with you, to feel deeper kindness and compassion. I know from my own experience, to feel compassion for others, you have to have had something test your courage. That, of course, may not be the case for you. But for me, having stood in a traumatic, uncomfortable shoes means I believe that I can stand in another's shoes in the same way. Without vulnerability, you can't access your own experiences that allow you to be compassionate for yourself. And you also can share important personal moments so that others can relate to you. Every day, our lives are filled with unfortunate events that can trigger our own vulnerability and gave us innumerable chances to evoke the power of compassion. Although I am not a news watcher or hoarder, over the past few years, we have had so many conflicts, tragedies, violence and sufferings, such as the human-made wars in Sudan, Russia and Ukraine, the 9-11 terrorist attack on the World Trade Center in New York, the Glenfield Tower fire in London, the coronavirus pandemic, along with pictures of unbearable loss and suffering, we see the greatest outpouring of humanitarian compassion and generosity the world has seen in a long, long time, perhaps since World War II. The donation of money Medical aid, time, food, clothes, supplies, and hard work are beyond people's wildest expectations. Now take a minute to reflect and identify what action you took during the COVID-19 pandemic. Close your eyes if you wish. I am not kidding. You may think I'm crazy, but it's true. Vulnerability itself becomes the cue, the trigger for compassionate action. These acts of kindness and generosity have their roots in a shared sense of vulnerability. In one way or another, we are all vulnerable. As I said earlier, I am not professionally trained as a doctor or scientist. I have no idea when disasters strike and why our interpersonal connections reveal our humanity. From my point of view, I have come to an awareness that vulnerability is a necessity. Being authentic and truthful about how you are feeling and how things you have experienced affected you. It deepens emotional, physical, mental and spiritual intimacy. But the crucial thing that I have learned is that change only occurs with pain. 
No one, no one changes when everything is good. Let me tell you like it is. Vulnerability, whether consciously or unconsciously, is uncontrollable and painful. You may cry. You may feel isolated and alone. You may feel low self-esteem and unworthiness. You may be drenched in fear from an abusive relationship. It hurts. It's painful. But it's completely normal if you find it hard to be vulnerable or feel like it just doesn't suit you. Oh, this question just popped into my head. Is the pain staying the same greater than the pain to be vulnerable to change? As I said, it's all to do with choices. So, what does this mean for us to be vulnerable? Well, we may always feel the weight of our grief, fear and anxiety pushing us down. But it's never, never too late to look up and face the sun, even if it's just a little at a time. I think vulnerability might just be nature's way of leading us towards a new narrative about ourselves to live a fuller life. We have a choice to be willing to be vulnerable and authentic in our life. In doing so, we are able to deeply and honestly connect and feel a sense of peace and happiness within ourselves and others, which will bring us together as a community. Here are my vulnerability necessity affirmation. At this moment, I am feeling the biggest transition of my life. With all my imperfections, my thoughts and feelings are flowing effortlessly like the river. It is like water for a plant. It nourishes me and provides me with everything needed to grow. I am infinitely vulnerable to self-awareness and transformation. My potential is limitless. Sharing my true self is courageous with connection and compassion for myself and others. I am choosing to live my life fully, authentically, spiritually, and in alignment with my calling. I am letting go of everything that is not serving me so I can fully embody my purpose. I am in acceptance of my vulnerability. It is fertilizing, cultivating, nurturing, and maintaining my physical body my emotional body, my mental body, and my spiritual body. With the process of courage, choices, and commitment to change. By taking full ownership of how I respond to the good, the bad, and the ugly days in my life. I am healing, opening my heart to new possibilities by creating a deeper, deeper spiritual and human connection with my inner self nature, the power of meditation and journaling, which is strengthening my trust in myself. I am vulnerable. It's like water life-giving. Without vulnerability, nature withers and dies. Without vulnerability as humans, our growth is stunted and we become emotionally and mentally constipated. I am reaping the benefits by fully embracing vulnerability and being open and honest. It fills me with growing sense of gratitude and joy, including a relationship with myself for freedom, liberation, understanding, love and peace. Vulnerability is helping me 
to see a brighter light in the dark and be a beacon of illuminating bright light for others. The truth is, vulnerability should not be confused with weakness. Vulnerability is strength. Vulnerability is healthy and is a reality. Vulnerability is a life changer. So, I say, the next time you're walking around the park or your backyard, or perhaps even in the forest, just take a minute to watch the leaf buds unfold. Embrace their vulnerability as your own. Don't apologize for whatever stage of growth you are in. Be proud of where you are. Celebrate how far you have come and most of all soak in the small moments each day that are going to help you unfold those leaves just a little more for you to grow and learn every day. Learn from nature and find your strength in vulnerability. I would like to read a testimony I received from Sarah Dason. Thank you, Margaret, for courageously sharing what you could have kept to yourself. Just look at what you are creating for yourself by staying true to being vulnerable and knowing who you are and what you knew as truth. Your gift to humanity and vulnerability is priceless. Today I'm alive is priceless and has changed my life. You are a gift to humanity. Keep on being the light. All the best. That testimony really touches my heart, my soul my being. Thank you, Sarah. As we approach the end, here's the news I mentioned at the beginning that I wish to share with you. This is the last episode for this season, as I've chosen to take a break during the summer season to reflect on how I can be of better service to you when I return in the autumn. Being open and vulnerable, sharing my personal life experiences and transformations and how I have managed to rise like a phoenix has been a profound journey of self-discovery, personal and spiritual growth to live the best possible version of my life. I am overwhelmingly honoured and humble and cannot overestimate my abundance of gratitude to the divine source for using me as an influential instrument to produce and host the Today I'm Alive podcast. To the listeners and guests, including the comments and testimonies I've received, I wish to extend my heartfelt gratitude for your support and encouragement, and especially to the team at Progressive Podcasts for helping me produce Today I'm Alive. Thank you, thank you. Before we wrap up, one last word. Producing and hosting the Today I'm Alive podcast, a whole new world has been revealed to me. And I'm beside myself as to how many treasures, gifts, solutions and rewards I am constantly receiving and are yet to be expressed and shared with you all. The best of Today I'm Alive is yet to come. Please stay tuned. Continue sharing with your friends and family and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Leave a review on Apple, Spotify or Google. And don't forget to hire me for talks and events. Please email me at info at margaretaberdeen.com or DM me if you wish to share something with me. Thank you. Thank you for listening. 
Embrace and enjoy the summer. Greet each other with a smile. Sing, dance, and wear your colorful colors. See you in the autumn. Remember, today you're alive. Today is all you have. Make the most of it. It's momentum. Make it worth remembering because you are worth it and you deserve it. Today I'm alive. Today I'm alive. And I'm feeling.